Jim Britt and Jim Lutz had a vision, and the Change Book series was developed. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show with your hosts and personal coaches that'll show you how to bankroll your mind. Lawrence Pipkin and Rich Perry. Join Lawrence and Rich weekly as they interview the top co-authors from all over the globe who share their insights into self-empowerment with life-enhancing realizations that will touch every area of your life. We're live every Wednesday on Blog Talk Radio at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Rich Perry here, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend. He is back from Peru, Mr. Lawrence Pipkin. Lawrence, how are we doing today? Doing good, Rich. Good, Rich. Good to hear your voice. We thought we lost you for a little bit, so glad to have you back on the air. And uh, I missed two amazing weeks of interviews, uh, but I've listened, and I loved what you did, so now I can't go out of town again because you're just going to... You're going to say, look, I can do this without Lawrence, and I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I'm excited right. about our show today. And uh, let everybody know what we got going on, Rich. We've got a great show, and I'm going to introduce our guest in just a second. Today we're going to be welcoming Craig Wayne Boyd from Book 11. You might recognize Craig because he was the winner of The Voice Season 7. Uh, let me go ahead and introduce him by reading this bio, and then we'll, wa- we'll welcome him to the show. Rooted in the southern tradition of country music and topped with rebellious flair, Craig Wayne Boyd received mainstream recognition as the Season 7 winner of The Voice. Growing up in the Dallas suburb of Mesquite, Texas, Craig's childhood was highly influenced by gospel and country music. After moving to Nashville, Craig signed a publishing deal with EMI and began touring heavily, logging more than a thousand shows in four years and opening for acts like Jamie Johnson, Randy Hauser, Brantley Gilbert, and Rascal Flatts. Craig's first single, My Baby's Got a Smile on Her Face, debuted at number one on the Hot Country Songs chart, becoming the second song following Garth Brooks' More Than a Memory to ever do so. And he's currently working on his new album and recently released his latest recording, Stuck in My Head. And we're proud to have Craig Wayne Boyd on the Changebook Radio Show today. So, Craig... Thank you so Howdy, much. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> Howdy. I, uh, I, that Texas stuff is still in me, so y- y'all pardon the the, uh, the accent a little bit, if you will. <laughs> well, Lawrence is from Texas, so, I mean, you guys have... Yeah, I was catching know, up with that. I believe he's out in, in, in Austin, Texas, so that's awesome. I'm, I'm presently out in Nashville, Tennessee, where I now reside, and uh, call this my home. Awesome. And... Real quick, I do want to apologize to listeners. We have some kind of little static popping in and out. We're having, I do apologize, but we're blessed to have you on the show today, Craig. And we're going to triumph over these difficulties. And difficulties are something that you know a lot about reading your chapter. It was so inspiring. And for the people that maybe they haven't read your chapter or maybe they only know you from being on The Voice and they've kind of followed you on social media, they've attended a show, but they don't know Craig Wayne Boyd. Would you 
tell us a little bit about you, your story, and then we're going to dive into this interview a little bit deeper. Uh, yes. Um, well, I, I started playing music at the ripe old age of four years old. Um, my dad, my dad was a, is a musician and also a, a self-employed, uh, truck driver. Um, and that love of music came from him. And then of course with my mom, uh, she's, I, I wouldn't consider her and she will tell you that she's not much of a singer, but she enjoys the music. And so I had a lot of that influence, uh, growing up and, um, I realized that uh, in, in my teens that that was something that I want to do for a living. I I branched out into other things, and I'll get into that later on in the show, but um, some of the other business things that I did previous. But um, I knew that I wanted to do music, and, I, and so I moved out to Nashville, Tennessee, and, and had success fairly quick um, on the writing side of things. Uh, within seven months or so, I had a, a publishing deal with, uh, at the time, was the world's largest publishing company, uh, EMI Publishing. Um, that were the likes of uh, of Simon Cowell. Those guys are the guys that run EMI. And so I was a staff writer writing for those guys and continuing to push my music. And, and the kind of the short version of it is that I, I uh, was working uh, on an album, writing songs, of course, and um, had a record deal that um, was about to take off and uh, that got pulled out from underneath me. And so I had to reinvent myself again with all the, the no's that had, that had come in from that and did it again and put out another song uh, to country radio. And um, in the middle of that, um, the label that I was working with went belly up and lost their funding. And so then again, I was left with all of the investment that I'd put into that. Um, all of a sudden I was broke again and didn't know where I was going to go. Um, I just knew that I, I had something to say and, and I knew that my music was something that I wanted to get out there and people wanted it. Um, so I found a way to, uh, to do that by going on the voice and the voice offered the platform of, you know, rather than spending those, um, 230, 240 days a year playing every honky tonk across the United States, hoping that I would get to, you know, play for, you know, 10, 15,000 people, 20,000 people, you know, in a year or so, um, all of a sudden I'm in, in, you know, 15 million people's homes, uh, two or three times a week. And with that uh, opportunity, uh, I was able to, to show what I had to offer, and people dug it, and they, they voted me in, and the rest is, is this recent history of winning The Voice and now being able to, to take it to uh, such a grander scale than I ever imagined. Right, and the thing that really inspired me about your story and this is probably something that so many people overlook. You know, you see you on the TV or you see these people on the TV and you think, oh, well, you know, they, they got on TV, lucky break, and there they are, and now they're super successful. But you, I mean, yeah, you started playing when you were four years old, but you were a professional musician for well over 13 years going through trials and tribulations and you, you you talked about it in your chapter where every time and you just said it now every time you had you were grabbing something the rug was pulled out from underneath you you had all these challenges in life and um you, you even had like inner demons that you had to face and then you get the invitation to be on national television to battle more challenges and to face your inner demons in front of millions and millions of people. 
Can you just tell us a little bit about what that's like? Because I don't think many people can relate to something like that, you know? Um, it was something before I decided to go on The Voice. Um, I had to really to do a lot of soul searching. Um, and that's because, as you're well aware, you see people on TV and, and um, your life is scrutinized to the nth degree. You know, everyone is is judging you constantly. And um, you open up your, your complete uh, personal life to criticism. And um, with that I had to come to grips with that being done in my life. Um, that good, bad, ugly, and different, that it was going to be out there for, for the whole world to see and for them to judge. Um, and whether we like it or not, um, I, I try not to judge people, you know, by what you, what you see, but you do. Um, and to be open to accepting that criticism and moving forward and not letting it um, hinder your end goal, which is to, uh, to find success. Um, that was probably the hardest part for me. Right. Lawrence, do you want to hop in? Do you have any questions for Craig? I'm sure you do. Well, always. But uh, <laughs> I, I like what you said, Craig, when, you, when you're talking about being in the public eye like that. Um, you know, not a lot of people can relate to that. But when you bring it down to a level of saying, you know, people are going to have judgments about you. They are going to have their own expectations. They are going to have this or that. And I think that's the bottom line is what people think about you is none of your own damn business. And, right. and being able to bring that inside yourself and set it aside and just say, you know what, whatever's going on, that's them. I'm trying to be me. I'm trying to create that which I'm comfortable with. And as somebody that has to deal with this every day, you know, what, what would you say to somebody, an average Joe like myself or, or Rich, that you learned from being under that intense scrutiny to help you on a daily basis that that's something that we can learn from? Well, for me, the only things that um, I had under my control was doing the best that I could do, um, not what anybody else said that I could do or, or said that I couldn't do. Um, I had to concentrate on on me and pay attention to, to what I could do. Uh, the rest of it was, you know, there was, that was all out of my control, whether people voted for me, whether people liked my music or whether they um, didn't like it or anything else. I had to go out there and do what I knew was my best job every single time that I walked on stage and, and, and throughout the whole process. And, and that continues even now, daily, every time that, I, that I'm out uh, playing a show or, or going to talk to people, I have to be the best me that I can be. Um, and mm-hmm. that's luckily enough, that's good because that's the only person I know to be is me. Right. Um, I also liked what you said. Um, I believe it was, you said Bob Spear. Yes. I told you that, uh, life was made up of the little tidbits and, and that was how you react to them and what you do to them. Go ahead. That is true. And that's something that's rang true for me most of my life. Um, parts that uh, I haven't really dove into. Um, for the public, um, which I'll share for, I guess, basically the first time uh, with you guys, is that um, uh, I was, I've always had an entre- entrepreneur spirit about me. Um, with my dad being self-employed and being a truck driver, that's, I remember him um, when I was a teenager, or when I was just a, a kid, he was always gone, he was always working, and that's because he worked for himself, and he, was, he had to make sure that uh, his business stayed running. 
and I I wanted to follow that. So at uh, at, at 18 years old, uh, you know, I started building credit and things of the sort, and I saw that um, he had the opportunity um, to bring on more 18 millers into his business um, in Texas, hauling uh, powder cement. Um, which basically that's all the roads and construction, everything is, is based on powder cement being brought to them. Um, and there was a shortage of it, and I had the opportunity to go to the bank. And um, because I, I had started building good credit, I went and signed a contract with uh, a trucking company that uh, hauled powder cement and got two positions for it without going, without having a, a truck of my own. And I took that to the bank and, and got two 18 wheelers. And that was my first uh, venture into business. And that was at uh, around, like I said, 18, 19 years old, just right out of high school. And um, to me, that was being uh, naive, I guess, to an extent, because I, I didn't know um, if I could do it. But to me, uh, that's you, you learn the best when you just dive in, you know, not knowing exactly what's uh, what's in front of you but if you take the chance um then you're more likely to succeed because you've actually stepped out and done something and i, I did that at a, at a young age and that attitude um uh translated into my music once i i decided that that was something that i wanted to pursue full time and the only difference was is that i was on my own product at that point um what i brought to the table with my music um Yes, I do music because I love it, and it's it's my passion and it's it's my art. But it's also a business, and um, I think that's something that relates to anyone that's trying to be successful. Whether you're going out and speaking um, uh, to people or, or helping people with their with their life problems and things, is that you have to remember first and foremost that you are your own product, and you must go out and sell yourself every single day. I think that speaks volumes. I mean. Especially, you know, people that are in the change book series, a lot of them are, um, they're either counselors or they're coaches or an entrepreneur of some sort where they are their brand. And when you make something so personal as yourself, be your business or be your brand, then you really do have to pay attention to all of those little small things. You can't just decide, well, I'm going to let this slide today. Um, so your brand becomes your work, your work becomes your life, but the small things are the things that provide that glue to keep you authentic or to keep you real. Um, Absolutely. Was that something, was that something that was a struggle for you when I know in your, in your chapter, you talked about, you know, do I need to go to a singing competition at this stage and what I believe I am? How did you struggle or if you might not have struggled, how did you deal with that internal demon of, you know, I'm at one point I'm beyond this. At another point, it's an amazing opportunity. So how did you come to um, reconcile that? For me, I, I had to look in, you know, inward and, and see that um, the, the model that had been working for uh, being an artist and, and being a musician uh, has changed. Um, even more so in the past 10, 15 years than, than it was previously because um, I had been doing what um, every musician from, from, you know, the, from the forties, fifties uh, on forward had, had been doing. And I was going out and, and sharing my music in, in, in the small venues and, and 
and playing it and hoping that someone would see what I was doing and, and things like that. Um, but, you know, we've come into the day of, of the Internet and the age of that our attention spans are a lot shorter than they used to be. Um, and I think it's because we have technology and news at the tips of our fingers at all times. I mean, I, we're probably most of us are talking on an iPhone or a Droid at the moment, and we can flip it over and look at our emails and look and see what's going on in, in the news or or see if Kim Kardashian's, you know, changed boyfriends again or something. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, that's at the tips of our fingers now, and so our attention spans are a lot shorter. And um, that being said, I, I, I had to come to grips that technology – and the power of, of TV and of television was there for, for my taking, and I, I should take advantage of that. Excellent. Very excellent. Craig, one of the things that was a personal takeaway for me reading your chapter, which I want to say, if I didn't say this already, it was very emotional, very personal. Um, I, I felt like I was right there with you as – you know, you're telling your story. So thank you so much for sharing it. One of the takeaways that I got out of it, and I think that this holds true, I, I know it holds true for anyone who's in the business for themselves, whether you're a musician or, uh, you know, a visual artist or an entrepreneur, speaker, coach, what have you, author, you talked about in your chapter you weren't there to compete with the other people on stage with you. You were there, and you said it before, to be the best you that you can be, to give it your absolute all. And uh, is, is that something that do – you, do you believe that that's something that has, has helped you? And, you know, you said in your chapter that you've always lived your life um, – with the the song that you wrote, ain't ain't given up. Is that what, what was it called? No, it was, I, ain't, um, I ain't no quitter. Ain't no quitter, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Ain't no quitter. And then you said you were living the sequel when someone said, "Hey, there's Craig Wayne Boyd," and you said, "I'm still here." You know, is is that something that has really driven you to to succeed after trials and trials and trials throughout your life? Absolutely. Um, you know, I was, I guess it was something that, that started even uh, at birth. I was born with both of my lungs collapsed. Um, my, my parents, uh, they thought, I, they basically thought I was dead. I was born dead and my lungs uh, inflated after about two and a half minutes or so. Um, but I guess that, that drive of always pushing forward and, and never giving up um, started at, even at infancy. Um, and it's something for me, um, yeah, I've had that, I've had problems and had struggles and, and even before going to the voice, I, like I said, I, I had to do a lot of inner soul searching to see if that was something that I wanted to do, um, in that route. But, um, that, you know, that voice does come inside of your, of your head every once in a while, the voice of doubt of whether you're doing the right thing and wh- whether this is the right route for you to take, um, whether people even want to hear what you have to say. Um, but I, I think that if you can push through that, there's, I think every one of us have that deep down inside that drive, uh, or you wouldn't be doing, you wouldn't be part of the change series. You wouldn't be part, you know, you wouldn't be out there speaking to people or, or even being in, in business for yourself. If you didn't have that drive, 
to to be successful and to to share your knowledge with folks. And and to me, I think um, that always comes back around um, with with a lot of soul searching. And that's one of the reasons that I wanted to be part of the change was you know to share my stories and and share my experience in life. That hopefully, if someone is going through those hard times of whether if I should be doing this or or um, you know may, maybe the bills aren't meeting at the moment, um, but that with a lot of hard work and a lot of uh, of just I call it stick to itiveness. There, there's a Texas word for you, right? Um, <laughs> with 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 a lot of stick to itiveness, you're gonna you're, you're gonna succeed. Right. And the other thing that I really enjoyed learning about you was just the grit of it. You know, your, your, your perseverance, your desire to just keep on going, even when you were on the stage, you know, there were a couple of times when your coach, uh, you know, chose the other person and it was a momentary setback. However, you still kept your head high and, uh, you know, the people voted you back in or another coach saved you, which I think that in and of yeah, that itself, right. I, I think that in and of itself would totally inspire other coaches, other entrepreneurs, other artists, because there's always going to be a setback, unfortunately, but you kept going, you kept pushing forward and, another coach came in and, and rescued you because they wanted you on their team or the fans voted you back because you made that personal and emotional connection with people. And I give you all the praise in the world because a lot of people wouldn't have the courage to keep doing it, but you kept going on. And like you said in your, in your story, I'm still here. And then you, uh, what happened? Like you said that, and then you just, grabbed a piece of paper and pen and just wrote the lyrics right then and there? Um, that's pretty – that's just about – I got back to my hotel after after being on set that that afternoon, and uh, it was probably midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, and, and I just – I couldn't sleep, and I had to sit down with my guitar and, and start to, and putting down the, the thoughts because it was – it just kept ringing true. It was like, yeah, Craig, you, you're still here. You're – no matter what anybody said, you're, you're still standing. Um, mm-hmm. And – and sometimes I think we, and I know this, this is me speaking about myself, is that I get so caught up at times in in the daily grind of always pushing forward that I, I that I don't take the time to enjoy the success, whether it be great or small, um, at that moment. But I I have the tendency of pushing so hard and pushing um, so nonstop that I forget to look up and, and as the phrase goes, smell the roses for a minute. And um, that was kind of that moment for me was like, yeah, you know what? I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And speaking of doing this, you've got a new song out. Tell us about that. That's right. Um, in my head. I've Tell been, us about it. I, I have been in, I have been in the studio um, on and off for the past uh, year or so working on songs and, and, and even now in the writing room, uh, writing even more songs. Um, it's, it's fun to get in there and, and be creative, but, um, I felt that I wanted to, to share a little bit of what I've been doing over the past year and put out a song. So it was one called stuck in my head that, um, 
it's it's on the happy side of, of where life has taken me now because I um um through uh, uh through bad divorces and and breakups and things like that I'm I'm on the happy side of of life at the moment. I recently got married um, this past year and and have a beautiful uh, eight month old daughter and uh, I, I have a a four year old son from a previous marriage and I, I just in a happy place now. And um, I wanted to share that and a little bit of the, the stories of, of meeting my wife and, and how, how things come down for me and in those situations. Well, congratulations on, on Thanks your so much. Uh, I have a question that I, I do a lot of shadow work. And a lot of times you hear the stories about artists, about singers, about writers, about painters, sculptures. They go to this, they, they, they live on the anguish or the hurt or things of that nature in order to be creative. But what you've just said is that you're in a happy place, you're in a good place, and you still were able to use that to continue to be creative. So if you could, I know this is out, way out in left field, but... No, I, I know exactly where you're, what you're, where you're coming from on this. And okay. um, so, tell, then you just jump in and, and tell me and tell me that process for you, if it's different or if it's the same. That energy that causes you to be creative, does it have I to will be? Tell you, does it have the to be energy? Active? The energy is exactly the same. And I, I did spend a lot of my early years um, in that anguish, whether whether it was subconsciously or, or um, I mean, I don't think I ever did it on purpose, but um, great things would be happening in my life. And, and I would, uh, I would sabotage it on, you know, whether it be on accident or subconsciously um, to live in those, in those dark places. And, and I felt like that's what I needed to, to have in my life to, to be able to, to write from the bottom of my heart and, and to dive into those crevices that most of us don't like to get into. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that you, um, I'm finding now um, that I can do that um, with happy moments too, and it, it does. Happiness will take you to the same place that that uh, heartbreak and, and hurt will if you allow it. Um, right. It's about it's for me. It's about remembering. Again, I, I'd mentioned about um, earlier about stopping and smelling the roses for a few minutes. Now we can get we can get carried away with that when it's all when everything is happy and everything's great, then we forget to go back to the hard work again until it falls apart and then we're back in, in the hurt again. Um, but you if you take the time that even when it is happy and you are smelling the roses, go back to work. Find that inspiration in, in the uh, in the happy moments that are going on. And I'm finding now that um, that's working for me. I think that's amazing, and I think that. I think that's important for people to hear is that it is just energy. Yes. And and we can do whatever we wish with it. We're willing to do the work. And that's you know, that's ultimately what you've been doing is you just decided, you know what, I'm not worried about the outcome. I'm just gonna do the work. That's right. And it's at those times when you, you really can see the mountains that you've climbed only because you've climbed. You know, you're not thinking about the top of the mountain. You're actually at the top of the mountain. So I think I, I appreciate you jumping into something so <laughs> way out there. But I think it's important for people to, to realize that, you know, just because you're in a good place or happy doesn't mean 
you can't be as creative, if not more creative, by simply recognizing it. So I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. Yeah, for me, uh, Rich, for me, I, like I said, to me, that's something that's uh, that's that's important is to uh, is take the time. Yes, take the time to, to smell the roses and and find that, but um, stay working all the time um, because. Yes, you might be at the top of one mountain, but there's there's another peak that's, that's even higher that that you can reach for, and uh, that's where I'm at right now. Is is going for the next one. That's awesome. Awesome. Definitely, Craig. I know you're touring right now, right? Do you have what what's on your agenda coming up? Where are some are what are some of the spots that people can see you or or and also tell us how to purchase your song. I mean, I know how, and uh, you know, Kelly's told me, but tell everyone else, uh, give us the um, iTunes ID or your website. Let people know how they can support you and your message. I think uh, really the best place to do that is I have it all centralized at craigwainboard.com, and from there um, you can find links to uh, to iTunes and to, to Google Play and all of that, and, and all of my music is available uh, on anywhere that you can that you get your music from, you can find Craig Wayne Boyd there. Um, I have a couple of albums previous that are out, and then um, uh, a, a couple of the new songs uh, off this album that I've been working on that are available, including uh, Stuck in My Head. And, uh, of course, um, I, I don't have to tell all of you guys, because I'm sure that most of you have uh, your, your change book available uh, on your sites. Um, but, of course, you can pick up... Uh, my my chapter um, and the book that I'm in on uh, CraigWayneBoyd.com and also if uh, there's some guys out there that uh, love to play guitar I have a new signature series guitar that you guys can uh, purchase off of there I, I partnered with a company uh, out of uh, out of Tampa Florida Dean Guitars and we have a new signature series out very cool nice <laughs> Craig do you have any last words of advice, any golden nuggets, words of inspiration that you want to part the, the good listeners with? I mean, for me, it's, I think that regardless of where you, where you're, what you're going through, that, um, if you, if you look deep down inside, you there is a, a clear roadmap for you to, uh, to make it through the obstacles that are being put in front of you and just don't quit. Um, if you if you truly believe in yourself, um, you can't. Uh, I get asked a lot um, in, in the songwriting circles and in the the development of uh, up and coming artists. They ask what what's a, a piece of advice that you can give to people, and uh, I, I tell them right off the bat: if you can quit, quit, because it's not what you're meant to do. But if you can't, and you have that deep desire and, and that drive inside then you're doing what you're supposed to do and keep on keeping on because there will be a positive outcome. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a blessing to talk to you. You're like a rock star. Well, I mean, you are a star, but I mean, in the, in the, in the change book series, I mean, you know, everyone has just been singing your praises uh, because they, per- a bunch of them have personally met you. I know you hung out multiple times with Jim Lutz and I know you're good friends with uh, Kelly and you went recently with Jim and Kelly and Tamara to, or they went to see you play. And I mean, they've just spoken highly of you 
as a person, you know, we all know you're a great and talented musician, but they've said wonderful things about you as a person. So thank you so much for being you and inspiring other people. Well, I do hope to get to meet each and every one of the folks that are, are part of this book, uh, the change series. I, I feel very blessed and, and honored to be a part of it. And, um, I, I'm just glad that uh, I'm able to get my story out there to even more folks. And, and please share the music with folks. Um, and like I said, let me know if I'm if I'm in your area. Please reach out to us, and, and I'd love to, to shake you, uh, each and every one of you guys' hands to and tell you thank you for uh, for supporting me, and, and thanks for allowing me to be a part of your family. Awesome. Well, we, we appreciate you being a part of the family, and uh, I look forward to personally meeting you soon. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Craig Wayne Boyd. He is a co-author in Book 11. His chapter is I'm Still Here. And we had just talked that if you want to purchase his book, uh, Book 11, or any of his music, he's got multiple albums out especially his new song, Stuck in My Head, and you can uh, buy all his, you can follow him, buy his merchandise, his books, his music, on his website, craigwayneboyd.com. Lawrence, how are you feeling about today's radio show? Well, I, I'm going to steal your thunder and say, you know, what a great show it was. I'll let you say it's your favorite. I won't do that to you, but uh, <laughs> I think it's, I think one of the one of the great things about um, being able to interview folks from the Change Book, not only the different walks of life and the different perspectives, but even somebody as incredibly busy as as Craig Wayne Boyd, he still finds the time to um, reach out and to be part of the community that he's creating with his music as well as the community that we're all creating with the Change Book series. And with that being said, you know, reach out to people that you feel can be a mentor to you. Reach out to people who you feel can touch your lives and make it more powerful. Um, people like Craig Wayne Boyd will always respond in the positive to that. Um, he's successful because he's got everything in the – in line. It's, it's right. He understands what it takes to be the person that he wants to be on the inside. So, you know, busy people are busy people. And all that means is if you're authentic and true and you ask them something, they are going to respond. So that's how I felt today that he was giving us him and in, in a very authentic way. And I, I really appreciate that. That's, something that we're not accustomed to when we see people in the limelight or we see people who are stars. And so it's very refreshing and uh, quite touching. So that's what I got today. Certainly. And, and how awesome was it of him? Just, you can tell his passion, his, his desire and his spirit to just overcome the many obstacles. I mean, let's look at today's episode, how we've been looking forward to getting Craig Wayne Boyd on the radio show for weeks. I mean, ever since we found out months ago that 
he's a co-author in the Change Book series. We've been talking about getting him on, getting him on, getting him on. And here we, we got him on the, on the radio show. We're all excited. We're doing massive amounts of social media promotion. And for whatever reason, there happens to be a glitch in the matrix. And wouldn't you know it, of course, technology is not with us today. Today is the day that the, 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 the skies opened up or whatever have you. The rain came down. And we're getting this awful feedback. And with just him being the amazing person that he is, you know, it, it, it was no damp moments. It was, it, was, it, was, it was pure energy. It was passion. It was him telling his inspirational story. I mean, how many people out there, there's a lot of people that probably would have just hung up the phone or said, I don't have to deal with this. You know, I mean, it, it's, a, it's an obstacle in the road. And I'm encouraging the people listening now, the artists, the coaches, the speakers, the trainers, the uh, whatever you are, you're an emerging leader, you're aspiring to do something great. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be a rare number of days where everything just goes your way. There's going to be a pothole in the road. If you've ever been to northeastern Pennsylvania, there's tons of potholes. It's just you have to keep that positive spirit, that optimistic outlook, and just keep on doing you, and good things happen. Good things happen. You know, you meet the right people, you make the right alignments, you collaborate, and you overcome the obstacles. And you can use that word of advice in all areas of your life, okay? And today was one of those days that it was a living example of the great person that he is and his message. So I've got nothing but good things to say about him. I'll be supporting him. I know you will, Lawrence. And I appreciate all the people that listened in today and all the all the yallers out there that uh, retweeted and posted on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Everyone, all the yallers, all the chapters and clubs out there, the groups, uh, the fan clubs that supported today's radio show got the message out. Thank you so much. Kelly, you're awesome. You know I love you and everyone else out there. Lawrence, do you have anything else that you want to add today? Uh, just real quickly, we have a, a change book author who is in a in a car wreck today, and so I want everyone to keep. Uh, she's she's good. She's doing all right, but everybody keep uh, Monty, Monty in uh, in their thoughts yeah. and give her a speedy recovery. So just mm-hmm. throwing that out there for people to give some warm, positive, healing energy to her as well. Other definitely, that, definitely I'm good yeah, definitely want to keep Monty in your thoughts. She she did make a post saying that uh, she's good. Um, but yeah, keep her in your thoughts. You know, we love her and, uh, want to thank everybody for listening to the change book radio show today. Despite the minor difficulties, we love you. We appreciate you. And we'll be back on the air next Wednesday, same time, same channel. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks and be excellent.